try your best to sit back and relax. I want to tell you a story. It's a story you may think you know, but <laughs> you don't. Because stress levels are at an all-time high. I feel like something bad is happening. I need to get back to Terramina, like right away. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, December 9th through Sunday, December 11th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The ballots are in. Reese Witherspoon is set to reprise her role as ambitious go-getter Tracy Flick in election sequel Tracy Flick Can't Win. Alexander Payne, who co-wrote and directed the original 1999 comedy based on Tom Parada's novel of the same name, will also return as director and co-writer with Jim Taylor on the feature set to follow a grown-up Tracy, now in her 40s, and an assistant principal at a public high school in suburban New Jersey. The sequel will debut on Paramount+. Comedian Gerard Carmichael will oversee the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's return to television as the 2023 Golden Globes host. The 35-year-old performer will emcee the 80th Golden Globes broadcast in January, marking the first time the Globes have aired live on the network since 2021. Carmichael boards the show after fronting several successful stand-up specials for HBO, including the Emmy-winning Rathaniel, as well as leading three seasons of his Carmichael Show sitcom. He also snagged an Emmy nomination for his debut as Saturday Night Live host earlier this year, on which he devoted much of his monologue to skillfully addressing the Oscars slap that had occurred the weekend prior. And Celine Dion has revealed in an emotional video that she's been diagnosed with a rare neurological condition that has forced her to cancel her upcoming 2023 Courage World Tour dates. Have a listen to a portion of the message she shared on social media. Recently, have been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome, which affects something like one in a million people. While we're still learning about this rare condition, we now know this is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. Unfortunately, these spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. Dion says she has a great team of doctors working alongside her to treat SPS, which is an autoimmune and neurological disorder that leads to rigidity and spasms in the torso and limbs. I'm working hard with my sports medicine therapist every day to build back my strength and my ability to perform again. But I have to admit, it's been a struggle. All I know is singing. It's what I've done all my life. And it's what I love to do the most. I miss you so much. I miss seeing all of you, being on the stage, performing for you. And fans certainly miss her. We are wishing her all the best. In addition to halting her Courage Tour in January 2022, Dion's spasms delayed the singer's planned return to her Las Vegas residency in October 2021. You can see Dion's full message at EW.com, which is, of course, where you can find more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. Number five. 
land of the free, home of the brave, we are taking a look at eight brave stories in our number five pick this weekend, the season premiere of Little America. The Apple TV Plus scripted anthology series follows eight immigrants and tells their stories through an honest and poignant, yet funny and inspiring lens. Each has a different dream, like becoming a baseball player, working as a chef, or living life to the fullest as a disabled person, and they'll have to overcome the unique obstacles that they encounter in their small towns. Here's a preview. What's your name? Sachin. Where are you from? Uh, Austin. Austin, okay, but where are you really from? Just outside of Austin. Give it up for Chardonnay, everybody, all right? She's fun. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains. It's not a gamble if I know it's gonna work. Country roads, take me home. Success is everything to me. Oh, geez, Saj, what's wrong with you? My parents are here. They think I'm a college in Houston. They don't know you dropped that. In este país, todo tiene un precio. Acordate. You never know where you're gonna end up. Only you know what you want. What do you have that thing set to? 80 miles per hour. Maybe we should set it to like 40 or. Don't touch it. Shame does you no good. You deserve to feel amazing. You don't want the arm? This is our life now, and I promise you, it's going to be good. Executive produced by Kamel Nanjiani, Emily V. Gordon, and Oscar-winning CODA writer and director Sean Hader, the show packs an emotional punch. Watch the season two premiere of Little America, streaming now on Apple TV+. Kate Flannery, who you might know as Meredith from The Office, plays Jessica on the workplace comedy PBC. The show, season two of which premiered on YouTube this week, follows the accountants of a company in a mockumentary style similar to The Office and Parks and Rec. So when she's not making TV, we wondered, Kate, what you watching? What am I watching? A lot. I'm watching Wayne, which is this amazing road trip show great love story. I'm a sucker for a love story. I I can't figure out what the genre is, and that's what makes it so fantastic. But it's funny, it's smart, and I'm on the edge of my seat. Also, I'm loving Tim Burton's Wednesday. It's like he's built another huge wing of the Addams Family house that we have not seen. And it's just the story of uh, an outcast, and uh, I can relate. Also, I'm loving Ben Stiller's Severance, 
which is like the office on a really bad acid trip that you really want to take. And occasionally I will watch Bar Rescue. I hate to see a bar go down. Our number four pick this weekend begs the question, can you take the heat? It's the mid-season finale of Fire Country. The CBS drama series was created, produced, written by, and stars Max Thoreau. He plays Bodie Donovan, a convict who's become a fireman through a prison release program. In tonight's new episode, a pair of twins crashes into the railing of a bridge. The team has to rescue the pair without pushing their car forward and dropping to the water below. And the difficult mission brings back memories of Riley, Bodie's sister, who's passed in a car accident. Here's a clip from the episode. Hey, any word on the hit and run driver? No, not yet. She won't get far on foot, though. Hey, I'm relieved Chief overruled my dad's plan. I just don't trust his judgment right now. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not sure that I trust my dad's plan either. What do you mean? My, my sister died on a road just like this. And he almost went up in flames with her when he saw it. You know, I, I've worked really hard to separate Riley from the people that we help him. I'm not sure that he's where I'm at on this one. Maybe you should talk to him. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> he and I are like oil and water. He likes you, though, I can tell. I'll keep an eye out. Harrowing stuff right there. You can see how it all plays out on the midseason finale of Fire Country tonight at 9 on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Rather than standing right outside the window with coffee and a croissant, for our number three pick, we're going inside to make the purchase of a lifetime. The new Amazon Prime video rom-com Something from Tiffany's stars Zoe Deutsch as Rachel, a 20-something who's in an on-again, off-again relationship with her boyfriend Gary, played by Ray Nicholson, and Kendrick Smith-Sampson as Ethan, who's about to propose to his girlfriend Vanessa. But when Gary and Ethan go to Tiffany's for those perfect blue boxes, their gifts get mixed up, resulting in Rachel receiving an all-too-early engagement ring and Vanessa a pair of stud earrings. But when the couples meet to switch gifts, well, something unexpected happens. Have a listen to the movie's trailer. I know that love is messy. <laughs> if you just give me one more chance, I will be so much better. It feels like he's really trying. Does that mean that I have to start being nice to him or something? Because I can't do it, I don't think. Not every relationship is simple. Is there something you need to tell me? I want to move to New York. Daisy, I'm going to propose to Vanessa. That is the one. You heard the boss. I'm looking to get a present for my girlfriend. I was hoping that one of those blue boxes would do the trick. Let me show you what we have. You're not going to open the box? No, I can't. What if it is what we think it is? I don't know if I'm ready for this. Merry Christmas. Come on, it's I don't know what to say. Me neither. You're beautiful. He got my ring, I got his present. You gotta go get the ring back. Hi. Hi. I'm fine as hell, too. What are those, Hazel? Oh my God, Terry. I know something when I see something, and that wasn't nothing. I'm never gonna see him again, so whatever. Hello again. 
happy accident or divine intervention. Mm, Anything can happen when it's the holiday season in New York City. Watch the debut of Something from Tiffany's, streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. It's trivia time. Pinocchio is getting a whole new look in Guillermo del Toro's version of the beloved story as he's teamed up with stop-motion legend Mark Gustafsson for the film. More on the streaming premiere of that in a few. The very first stop-motion film was supposedly 1898's The Humpty Dumpty Circus, and the format, which requires extensive time and attention to detail, has been a moviegoer's favorite ever since. So, which of the following stop-motion films holds the record for the longest runtime? Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Coraline, or Fantastic Mr. Fox? Stick around for the answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Coming to Netflix on January 27th is a new comedy film from the minds of Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris. You People stars Hill alongside Lauren London as a couple who fall in love and navigate the cultural and societal differences of their two families. Hill, as we saw in the new teaser released this week, has dinner with London's parents played by Eddie Murphy and Neil Long, and those two are not very impressed. It's our soundbite of the week. It is so nice to meet you guys. What's going on? Tell me about life. How are you? How's work? So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time, or do you just come up here for our food and women? It's a valid question. It is. Number two. Pinocchio, the puppet boy with a long nose. Every time he tells a lie, it grows. It's magic that brought him to life. This we know because it's all in our number two pick this weekend, the streaming premiere of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Everyone knows his name and his story. A father's wish to have a son brings the puppet Pinocchio to life. But the new film shows this tale in a whole new light and a slightly darker one. Del Toro has opted for a stop-motion approach to create a unique environment and look for the film, which includes majestic monsters and grand soundscapes, reminiscent of other stop-motion films like The Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. Here's a preview. I want to tell you a story. It's a story you may think you know, but <laughs> you don't. Over there! What is that? Papa! <gasps> it speaks! He's just a puppet! No, I'm not! I'm a real boy! 
people are sometimes afraid of things they don't know. I don't understand. Ah, we have found him, our star. Everyone shall love you and call your name Pinocchio. Pinocchio! I have something I'd like to give you. It is a school book which belonged to a very special boy. The boy you lost? Papa! Enough of this nonsense. Hey, where are you going? You tell him I love him. And I won't be a burden anymore. Hello? The wooden boy with the borrowed soul. While you may have eternal life, your loved ones, they do not. You never know how long you have with someone until they're gone. The boy loves you for who you are. Guide him to be good. Stop that! Don't hurt him anymore! You may have no strings, but I control you. Please bring him back to me. Life is such a wonderful gift. <laughs> well, watch the story of love, family, and adventure unfold, and keep an ear out for some of your favorite stars, including Ewan McGregor, Finn Wolfhard, Tilda Swinton, Kate Blanchett, and Christoph Waltz. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is streaming now on Netflix. We hope you've enjoyed your stay. Checkout is at 9 p.m. on Sunday. That's right. It's the season finale of The White Lotus, this weekend's number one pick. The explosive second season of the HBO show set at the fictional White Lotus Resort in Sicily has created lots of online discourse after each week's episode. It was revealed in the first episode that multiple people are found dead at the end of their week-long stay at the resort. And now it's time to find out who it is. Could it be Cameron or Ethan, the fake friends turned real enemies after Ethan suspects Cameron slept with his wife? Or could Tanya be killed by her new acquaintance Quentin and his posse in order for her husband Greg and Quentin to get all of her money? How, if at all, will Portia get back to save her boss? And at what lengths will Albie go to save Lucia from her abusive boss, who, in another ruse, could actually be her brother? Ugh, so many questions, so little time. Here's a preview. You okay? You haven't really seemed like yourself the past couple days. As they want to see Portia, this is my luck with assistance. I'm taking orders from them and then they disappear. You're just gonna go through life trying to rescue every desperate girl you come across. There's a dude stalking her. I know you did something. It's not like you found a condom on the couch. The difference is I didn't do anything. I feel like something bad is happening. I need to get back to Terramina, like right away. I'd like to pretend it never happened, okay? To friendship, to travel, to the good life.
Ethan, what's going to happen to us? Well, we know what's going to happen at least to Daphne and Valentina. They are safe, as we saw in the opening scenes of the show. But for anyone else, it's fair game. Avoid those spoilers on Twitter and watch the season finale of The White Lotus Sunday at 9 on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. And check out our theories on who's dead at EW.com. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which of the following stop-motion films holds the record for the longest runtime? Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Coraline, or Fantastic Mr. Fox? That would be the new one, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. The film has a runtime of one hour, 57 minutes, breaking the record for the longest stop-motion film by just a couple. Coraline comes in right behind it at one hour, 55 minutes. That is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and musty picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I am Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, Hosted and produced by Jared Hall and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to watch?